everybody. Welcome back to Lipstick and Lightsabers. I am Shannon. And I'm Alex. And it has been a little while, but we are finally starting to get some updates. It's been kind of quiet on the Star Wars end, but Mm -hmm. we're getting closer to celebration, so things are kind of starting to happen. Yeah, it's, um, I'm getting so excited for celebration. It'll be like our first vacation (sighs) since... Well, we Since went to Disney in 2020. Yes. I So this morning I bought the mask that I'm going to decorate for my oh, night yeah. sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also bought some Loki horns <laughs> on Etsy. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were like 20 bucks and they're like the short ones. Um, they're not broken like Silkies, but they're like the size of of silky. Oh, of Sylvie's. that's so cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm v- I'm very very excited. But those are for Disneyland, right? Those ones um Yeah, those are those are for Disneyland. Mhm. And I'm still working on my Encanto and I saw you've been working on your Encanto cosplay. I haven't really bought anything yet. I'm just like looking into things. Mhm. I think I might go check out the dollar store to see if I can see anything and if not then I'll try ordering so. Mhm. I'm excited. Like, it just kind of hit me that we are almost a month out. Yeah, a month and a half till vacation. Well, and like, so my kids at school were asking me how much school we have left. And we counted it out and it's six weeks. Mm -hmm. And the last week, I won't even be there because that's celebration. Yeah. So like, it's, (laughs) it's happening. That's so good. I'm so excited. And, like, Canada took away testing. This is going to be so much easier. I know. Biden, like, can you take away the testing so I don't have to test, like, that way? At least you won't get stuck in America. Yeah, that's, like, that, like, honestly, that's, that's the good thing is I will not get stuck in California. Okay, but we do actually have some news things to talk about. So we're actually moving recommendations to the end because we've got some recommendations that we'll probably want to talk more about but this is the star wars stuff so we'll start with star wars um first things first the hurricane wars (laughs) fall 2023 the raylos truly won we did and this is based off of the um raylo fic landscape with a blur of honkers (laughs) And it got picked up by HarperCollins. Yeah, so it's under the same banner as um, Tommy at a Yummy, was it? Mm-hmm. And and S.A. Chakraborty. Those yep. are big names in YA. Those are huge names. <laughs> and they pitched it for fans of not only them, but also Sarah J. Moss, which is Bloomsbury, but like know, still. I just know that Thea's going to thrive. She's going to be the next, like, I think she's going to be the next big YA author. I'm I so, think she I'm is, too. I'm so excited. Well, and this is a three-book deal, so, like, yeah. already set up for, to be, like, the next big fantasy mm-hmm. series. Like, she is going to hit the ground running. Wait, sorry, did I say YA? I think it's New Adult, right? It is New yeah, Adult. Yeah, it's New Adult. Mm-hmm. That's why um, it's Harper Collins. I think, specifically, it's Harper Voyager. Yeah. That's, like, their overseas or, like, they're international, because mm-hmm. um, Harper Teen is YA, YA. but S.A. Chakraborty is new adult, yeah. and Tomy is and YA. And Sarah Mass is now writing new, new adult. adult. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Listen, guys, uh, Landscapes is such a good fic. <laughs> like, it, it, 
it went on a little too long, but that is how fics go. Raylo fic writers are going to take over the world. Like, <laughs> just looking at how good Love Hypothesis did. Well, did you see the new cover? Of Love Hypothesis? Yeah. Okay, the red Okay, the red one. I think I saw the red one. Okay. Did so, I? So, like, it's a hard cover. Mm-hmm. And I and I knew that I I knew that the cover was red for this new release, but when you take off the dust jacket, holy crap! There's this like drawing etched into the into the hardcover <gasps> in oh. gold. Oh my god! It's a white cover with gold. Oh my god! I love when books look good without the dust jacket. I'm going to. I'm sending you on Twitter right okay, now. Okay, let me so you see. Can let me see. see it. It's the um, Aluma Crate cover. Oh yeah, I had only ever seen like the red and the green. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so cute. And the spine looks so good. God, yeah, Raylo's like own this world. Like this, this is this is truly the Raylo world that we are living in, and I could not be happier. Listen, when. <laughs> Thea gets that call from Ryan Johnson about him directing Hurricane Wars the movie. Like, it's over. Oh my god, Hurricane Wars the movie. Like, the legit. Like, yeah. Tommy Adeyemi got a book, like, a movie deal. Like, well, and like, Sarah J. Moss, like, they're making both Throne of Glass and yeah. uh, Court of Thrones and Roses. Well, like, Hulu's doing a court, mm-hmm. Akatar. Yeah. And who was doing... I think Amazon. Okay, and Amazon is doing pretty good with their fantasy. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I it wouldn't surprise me... It wouldn't surprise me if City of Brass, which is um, Chakraborty, gets picked up. That hasn't been picked up? Picked up? I feel I mean, like it, it, it might probably have. has. And like, it just... probably has at this point. <laughs> like, that... That whole thing is so beautiful. Like, it would be a shame Her if it doesn't... Her world building... Oh. S.A. Shackerworthy's world building is, like, next level. The fact that Thea is, like, with these three... In the same like, sentence with them. Uh, in like, the same she deser- sentence. She deserves it. But, she like, does. I am so happy she's getting, like, that recognition. God, yeah. Like, Landscapes was one of our favorites for a long time. And, um... Sword of the Jedi. Sword of the Jedi. Uh, I was so I've been listening to the Raylo playlist because of this in Lego Star Wars. <laughs> and I got like Kingdom Come and I was just like, oh my god. Sword of the Jedi is just like quintessential Raylo and it is just it's so top tier and it is unbelievable that it was written before The Last Jedi. Right? Like, she got the characterization, like, so spot on. Predicting little moments, too. She kind of, the hut scene, kind of. Like, <laughs> the way, like, that's where Smut Hut came from. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't. It's so, <laughs> like, my students don't get it. They're like, oh, yeah, she, Miss McCarter loves Star Wars. It's like, no, you don't get it. I love Raylo. They don't understand. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they love Marvel, right? Like, they're very into Marvel. They're they're very into Spider-Man. I will still never live down the fact that one of my kids said that he likes Kylo Ren, but not without the mask, because without the mask, he looks weird. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, no, I died when that happened, but that's okay. that's Adam Driver. I know, I was like, do you even know who you're talking about? (laughs) No, they like Boba Fett. Baby Yoda, Mandalorian, you know. 
I, I do honestly think that it doesn't hit the same for them because Rise of Skywalker just did not hit. And I think that's why they're kind of like, eh, whatever. But yeah, no, I am so, so happy for Thea. And I honestly, like, fall 2023 is not even that far away. Yeah, it's so soon. Amazing, amazing. And I did put in here, so it's a sizzling fantasy romance set in a Southeast Asian-inspired world of magic, airships, and strange beasts, and centered on a political marriage of convenience between two rivals with opposing powers. Yeah. 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 That's it. (laughs) That's that is the stuff. That is what I want. This is what I'm here for. As a reader, so please. I can't believe the world is gonna get to read this. Like the world. Like they're not ready. No. Cause ugh, man, this story is so good. I can't wait to see how she adapts it to. Like, her world building is already spectacular. The amount of research she puts into just her fanfic, which is free to read. Yeah, she is the queen of, like, Wikipedia and knowing canon lore. Yeah, well, like, she got you to read um, Courtship. Yeah. (laughs) The vice older. (laughs) The the only, like, what a better dad than Ray was ever given. (laughs) So also, um, speaking of celebration, which we talked about a little earlier, we are finally getting updates. So we're hearing slowly but surely about panels and people who will be at celebration. So we have um, some Mando actors, Bad Batch. A lot of authors, like all the higher public squad is going to be there, which I'm like, we got to whatever day that publishing panel is. Hopefully it's not Sunday. Yeah, hopefully it's another day. Yeah. But um, they had multiple panels last time, so. They did, and we went to all of them. (laughs) They only made an announcement at the very last one. (laughs) We were like, well, and they really buried the lead. They were like, ooh, an author roundtable with all these random authors that were like, hmm, why are they all together? And then it was just like, oh, this is the big panel. It was so cheeky of them. Oh, cheeky Del Rey. You know. <laughs> Cheeky Cab Scott. Just, you know, like, I mean, did you see his author's note in um, Tempest Runner? No, I didn't get the hardcover. Did you get yeah. it? No, I haven't gotten it, but I saw somebody post about it. So, mm-hmm. like, the actual, like, print version is out. Mm-hmm. And he, um, his author's note is like a transmission. And he's trying to get a hold of Starlight Beacon. <gasps> and they won't respond Cow. I know. Oh, cow. <laughs> like, and I saw it because he, like, reposted it. And he was, like, he did, like, an emoji with, like, the hand over the mouth or, like, whatever. It was, like, oh, my God. These authors, like, man, they really know what they're doing. And I applaud them for that. So we're also getting live action panels. Um, it looks like Thursday is going to be, like, the big day. For like big yeah, panels. well, with Kenobi coming out on Friday now, feel like we're getting Kenobi panel that day. Yeah, I think that's why they moved Kenobi to Friday, yeah. so that Thursday they're probably going to show something exclusive. Yeah, but like celebration, we'll see early. Mm-hmm. That would be really good. I hope so. Yeah, I'm like, you know, with Mando, like we saw, like that 15 minute. Was, did we see the opening? 
I think like 10 minutes, 10 minutes of the beginning because yeah. maybe Yoda wasn't in it. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, but we saw like part of the beginning and it was actually really good. And I could see them doing that again, like the first 10, 15 yeah. minutes of and the first episode. Also, I do have to say that I am thankful that they've moved it because there's no way that I was going to be able to watch it at midnight and then go to Disneyland the next day. No. So it's very, I'm very thankful for that. That would have been just like a no sleep bus, another club, another yeah. club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be like that anyway, I'm sure. <laughs> True. <laughs> but, um, and then we are getting Bad Batch on Sunday, which we are actually both flying back out that day. But if it's anything like the Resistance panel, it probably is going to be a pretty good panel. D. Bradley Baker, the actress for Omega, will be there. So that'll be interesting. I'm like, I kind of forgot about Bad Batch, to be perfectly honest. Well, like, season two's done, I'm pretty sure. It's I'm been a while. I'm pretty sure that, that um, what's-his-face said that he was, like, composing the music for it, and mm-hmm. like, a while back. Like, when is that coming out? I guess they're going to announce that day, right? Yeah, um, probably. I'm, I'm sure they are. Honestly, I, I think it's going to come sooner rather than later. Like, mm-hmm. maybe even in the summer. yeah. For sure. Maybe when it, Kenobi's done. Yeah, like the bridge between Kenobi Andor, and Andor. Yeah. Andor late summer? Like, when do you think Andor is? Who even... I'm excited to finally hear literally anything about Andor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally the anything. panel, maybe. Do you think... Okay, so, like, the next thing is, like, autographs and pictures are going on sale. Do you think Diego Luna... Uh, I mean... Do you think so? I literally just thought about that, like, just now. I mean, I'm, lo- I'm like, looking. That would be amazing. <laughs> because we know that, like, the heavy hitters are going to be Hayden if he's there, Ewan if he's there. Hayden is going to – Hayden and Ewan are going to be there. They They're 100% going to be there. They've both been doing the con routes, like, this entire year. Yeah. Theirs is going to be – like, how much was Hayden last time? Because he was at last celebration – I don't know how much he was last time, but he was at, like, New York Comic Con in the fall, and I think he was, like, 250 or 200. Yeah. Like, he was a lot. Mm-hmm. That so, like, be... if you got a photo with both of them, a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's going to be that's gonna be a lot. And I have a feeling or, that's going to be... Or the trio with Ian, like, the, the three of them together. Could you imagine? Because oh Ian, Ian always goes to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. When you said trio, though, I was like, wait, is Natalie Portman? And no, I was like, wait, no, no, no. no. <laughs> but like, could I you imagine, it. though? But like, could you imagine? What if, like, the thing that is hidden in Obi Wan, like, you know, with Mando, it was Baby Yoda. What if the thing is Natalie Portman? Well, they're not going to show us her at Celebration then. I know, but like, what if it is? But like, what if it is? <laughs> flashbacks with with natalie i like i think it's likely i want it to hurt me i think it'll feel off to me if they're doing flashbacks and she's not there yes because like we mentioned it like when we talked about the trailer like she was a big a part as to obi-wan's life as anakin was yeah the trio my god Oh my gosh. Of course, the one we're really looking out for is um, our baby boy, Cal Kestis. Yeah. We're like hoping Cam Monaghan does autographs and pictures. We're hoping 
for a Isn't lot of things. Isn't he, like, really tall? Isn't he, like, six feet tall? Yes. Oh, yes. my God. Last time we got a photo with Myrna, and she's, like, shorter, shorter than, than us. us. <laughs> yeah. And we're really short, so imagine us next to a six-foot-tall person. Like, I can't even imagine. <laughs> Like, remember, we could barely even talk to Christopher Sean. You think we can talk to this man? I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't know. But I, like, there's got to be a gaming panel. This time, like, big game plan (laughs) gaming panel. We are gamers. We should, if we meet Ken Monaghan, we should give him a copy of Serpent and Dove. (laughs) (laughs) And be like, read this. And then... Go about finding people to make this, and then yeah, be audition in it. for this part, please. Well, maybe like if he's so inspired by a hit, he'll like produce it, and he'll go out and like make it. We could, we could take our copies for him to sign, and he'll be so like, "What even is this?" That he'll be inspired <laughs> to go read it on his own. <laughs> wow, that well, that is truly inspired. Truly inspired. Because he's always been my fan cast. Like, always. Oh, yeah. Like, he's... He is Reed Diggory. Like, I don't think there is another Reed Diggory, to be perfectly honest. But, yes. um, We will convince everybody we need to at that con that we are gamers so that we can... We can game and see Jedi Fallen Order 2, hopefully. Please. Yeah. Please. (laughs) Announce a book. God, I want a book tie-in so bad. I know. It was so lacking that they didn't do one because Battlefront 2, Inferno's Gone, is probably, it's up there as one of the best books. Is it? It's like up there with Lost Stars. Yes. And people don't talk about it as much as Lost Stars, but it's really, really good. It's, um, like, I remember reading it because it, the first hundred pages is kind of hard because it's a lot of, like, introduction and all that. Like, once you mm-hmm. get past it, just... I was, like, crying. Like, it is so good. Yeah. I love Aiden. Let's not forget that a character in that, according to headcanons, is connected to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Bring it full circle. Mm-hmm. Make it canon, you cowards. Like, uh, listen. <laughs> but, speaking of gaming... So Lego's Star Wars, uh, the the Skywalker saga, is out. Final, finally, this has been a long time it's coming. It's been pushed so much. Yeah, you've really been following. Like you've been waiting and waiting. I've I've had a pre order on it for a long time, and then yeah, like I've had, I've had a pre order on it for so long, and like I finally, you know, I got it in the mail. I got it in the mail. <laughs> I was like waiting for the 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 Amazon delivery guy to get here on Tuesday and he delivered. I've played The Force Awakens and I've played The Last Jedi so far. How was it? Um, It was good. I have feelings. To be honest, like I haven't watched The Last Jedi in so long that playing <laughs> the game made me sad. Like just I, seeing all of the clips have made me sad. Like I was very sad playing through the Last Jedi, just like thinking about like this masterpiece that Ryan made, all the like yeah. mythicalness of it, the relationships between all the characters. Uh-huh. It made me really sad. I'm not gonna lie. Well, that's why. Like, 
it it all made me like so nostalgic and i was watching i was listening to the playlists and i got like so many four spawn songs like one right after the other and i'm like cue me sitting in my car on the way home just like tearing up yeah. <laughs> like i i want to get it i do want to play it i think it's going to be my treat for doing my taxes <laughs> um and like i've been thinking about it i think i'm going to play the prequel <laughs> Because I'm scared. I'm scared. (laughs) I honestly, so I had the complete saga on the Wii when it was episodes one to six. Mm -hmm. And I loved playing that game. Yeah. And so I played through the prequels. And from what I understand is like they redid the game completely. So it's not the same. Mm -hmm. But I was like, okay, I'll play the prequels after the sequels. Since the sequels are things that I haven't played through before. But now like that I finished The Last Jedi, I can either play The Rise of Skywalker or I can play <laughs> A New Hope or Phantom Menace. Because, like, it, it basically lets you choose which trilogy to start in and then you unlock the next episode once you finish the first episode in that trilogy. Okay. So that's why you can't just skip The Force Awakens. You have to play The Force Awakens and right, then The Last yeah. Jedi. Like, you couldn't jump, like, straight into, like, Revenge of the Sith. You no. have to play Phantom Menace. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I get you. I get you. Listen, I have seen clips from people playing Rise of Skywalker. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I like that clearly Lego also thinks that the Ben death is stupid, because it is. <laughs> and there's been all these rumors... Because Daisy's back on Instagram that, like, maybe something's happening, which I don't actually think so. Yeah, can I be honest? I think her return to Instagram is, like, the opposite of her coming back to Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I think it's, like, the damning evidence that she's never playing Rey again. Yeah, because because I think that she would stay far away from social media if she knew that she was – the announcement was coming. Yeah, 100%. And, like – even if there was something coming, like, honestly, if we're not bringing Ben Solo back, like, I just, that future is so I don't so want to see Rey either. I don't want to see Rey if there's no Ben Solo. I don't want to see her all happy like nothing happened. Like, I just, I can't do it. <laughs> Listen, incomplete on the Raylo playlist. Yeah. Their life is incomplete, okay? <laughs> yeah. And also, I haven't bought it yet, but if you buy the deluxe version, I think it comes with it. You get the Mando and Rogue One. Oh, cute. No, wait, not Rogue One. Solo? I don't know. There's, like, expansion, two expansion packs that you get if you buy the deluxe, and otherwise you can do the add-on. I think it was, like, $3.99 in the Canadian Oh, store. that's not bad. So I can... I, I haven't bought them yet, but there's Mando, and... I want to say Solo, but did they do Rogue One also? That's that's really nice, though, because when you compare that to Animal Crossing, their DLC was, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. I got depressed playing The Last Jedi. It was really fun. The Canto Bite part was, I found, really fun. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part, probably. Uh, the other funny part is um, when Rey sends herself <laughs> to Kylo near the end of the movie, you have to, you're playing, like, as Kylo. <laughs> And you have to bring Rey to Snoke, right? Yeah. But you have to, like, walk through the ship to get to Snoke's chamber. And, like, there's all these, like, rooms along the way. And, like, I like going into all the rooms because I like collecting items and, like, mm-hmm. collecting money to try to get your Jedi. So, like, every room that I would walk into, Rey would, like, comment on it and be like, <laughs> "We're like, how, like, are you actually going to take me to Snoke? Or, like, what are we doing? Like, 
Kenty do your chores later or something like that. Like, it's... Oh, my God. It's so funny. Which, like, listen, Lego, they're Raylos. Yeah. Oh, the other funny thing is they shortened the, the story. Mm. The hand touch was actually shirtless Ben. <laughs> because they combined, they combined the two... Scenes. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. he was shirtless during the hand touch. Like, wow. <laughs> Closest thing Star Wars ever had to a sex scene. <laughs> wow. I also really love um, that Poe and Finn are super gay on the title screen. Yeah. And then, like, Jar Jar, like, licks Rose and Rose, like, <laughs> tases him. I love that energy. I love that energy so much. Wow. Yeah, I definitely want to try to play it. I've been getting back into my Switch. I used to play it every single day. um, And then now I've been so tired that it doesn't happen very often. But I've been playing Animal Crossing more and Stardew more. So I think I I want to get back into it. With Lego, the the checkpoints aren't too far apart so like if you didn't want to play for very long like you can save it you know Mm -hmm. well I like to listen to audiobooks while I play Mm -hmm. so I think that'll also help me like finish things faster yeah okay so with that we do have our recommendations which are both shows that we've been watching Mm -hmm. uh which one would you like to start with you want to start with Moon Knight yes so we've gotten two episodes of Moon Knight, and if anything happens to Stephen Grant, I will kill everyone and then myself. I really love it. It's I so was, good. Like, the trailers looked like I was so distracted by Oscar's British accent that I was just like, whatever about the show. I'm like, I'll watch it, obviously. I don't know how this show is going to be, but I'm like really obsessed. I think it is so much stronger than Hawkeye and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, I completely agree with that. Like, even the, like, cinematography, the dialogue. Yeah. The, like, everything. It's really interesting. I, I like, and Oscar Isaac is doing so much. Yeah, he's really good. And, like, I am really surprised, you know, to see him back in a Disney franchise just because I get the feeling that, like, he was very done with Star Wars. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, to see him in a Disney franchise again is, like, okay, I guess I guess he's doing okay. Like, he's not too... Well, he's an executive producer, so I feel like that's... And I, I also think that he doesn't particularly like Disney. Um, yeah. From, like, his comments on, like, the Don't, don't Say Gay Bill, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. I think that that just really shows that he, like believes in the story and like yeah. believes in this show and that to me like speaks so much to hopefully with like where the show is going because so far like it's I I wasn't I don't know what I was expecting but that first episode I was just I was in I was in yeah and even with the second episode like getting so many more questions answered like, having a little bit more of, like, a comprehension to what's going on, it's, like, even better. Well, I saw a video that I think might might have been a little bit of a spoiler to, like, who the, the like, real Oscar Isaac is. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, talking about, like, his accents and everything. And I'm just extremely interested to see it explored and, like, yeah. where it's going to go. And... Mm-hmm. 
I also really like the Egyptian mythology because, like, the only thing I've really gotten about Egyptian mythology was Rick Riordan's Kane Chronicles, which is not his best. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm really interested because yeah. they're going to be in Egypt in this I next mean, episode. What's cool about this is it's it is very Rick Riordan, like in the sense where it's real life and mythology playing yeah. out side by side. Like you're right to give you know that Percy Jackson point of view is very much it <laughs> like that is what is happening and then it's also like night at the museum yeah which is so fun mm-hmm. i just like it's so charming i'm i'm very 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 into it oscar isaac my main man mm-hmm. and the new character layla in the second episode she's really cool um mm. she reminded me kind of of um like, watching Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Like, her scenes felt, like, very, like, Uncharted to me, which was kind of fun. Also, can we talk about how in the posters, Mr. Knight, so the one in the suit, looks oh so suave. I and know. And then in the show, he's just not at all. Mr. Knight, like, that poster of Mr. Knight when it came out, everyone was, like, thirsting over it. Of, like, the oh, vein. Yeah. Like, his, like, his forearms out and his, like, vein is, like, popping. And well, he's got, like, his like, head cocked. Everyone's like, oh, my God, that's so hot. And then he shows up in the second episode and he is, like, baby. Like, he is, like... <gasps> if that's not female gaze, I don't know what is. Yeah, yeah, like, it is. <laughs> wow. They really know what they're doing and he's, with Oscar Isaac. he's a character you can meet in California Adventure now, in Avengers Campus. They've been swapping them out every week. So, like, there's a new character that comes in every week. So, I wonder in May, when we're there, what Marvel characters will be out. Yeah. I didn't even thought about that. That's going to mm-hmm. be so cool. Because they did, like, all the uh, – they did, like, a couple of Loki variants as Loki yeah. was coming out. Mm-hmm. That'll be really, really cool. Yeah. And, like, and by then, um, they won't be, like, social distanced anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, as of April 18th, I think – the Disney Parks characters aren't going to go back to normal, which I don't know how I feel about that. I I, mm, I don't know. I'm excited to see them kind of like walking around and doing their own thing, but I, I wonder how the cast members feel about that. Yeah. So we have four episodes left of Moon Knight, which takes us to the beginning of May. Yes. When does Multiverse come out? Beginning of May. Ooh, so it could be, Wanda. it could be Multiverse. It'll could be, be like Wanda, Wanda. Or like America. Yeah, the actually multiverse tickets went on sale this week. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for multiverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's gonna be so good because I guess like I wonder if the finale of Moon Knight's gonna kind of lead into multiverse of madness. Yeah, is that the same week? If or, not, like, it's really close. Yeah, because that's how they did um, like WandaVision. They did stuff like that with Loki, like mm-hmm. um, even Spider Man. Like it all kind of. I, yeah. I like the way that they it's very obviously planned and organized. Mm-hmm. You're right. We're probably going to be in California Adventure during the Doctor Strange era because it'll be before Miss Marvel. Which is totally fine because that is also the Scarlet Witch era. Well, in America, America's in that movie too, so she'll probably be out in mm-hmm. Avengers Campus. Yeah. If we see America, Andy has to take a picture with her. Mm-hmm. 100%. Has to happen. We have to take pictures with everybody that we're going to dress up as because we're going to have a Marvel day. Last recommendation, a Bridgerton season two. Wow. 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 <laughs> oh, 
my god. They really went for it. Like, everybody was saying, you know, it's not going to be as good as season one. No, it's I'm so sorry. much better. It's, it's better. It's so much better. It's better. It's like, wow. And listen, is there less smut? Yes, but there's more tension. You know, it's like hotter. It is it's like a so... hotter show because <sighs> of all the tension. Anthony Bridgerton, yeah. dumbass of the century. He's so stupid. He's so stupid. I love when they're so stupid. Like, this show was so femgaze. Like, I yes. know season one was femgaze too, but this was, like, even more femgaze. Like, even okay, but more. But this is, like, you know, it's it's the fleabag effect. It's, it's a gay man playing the love interest. Like Hyper femgaze. Playing a straight man. Playing a straight man. by a woman. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like... I I love I love this genre. Of, it's of like man. Fleabag season two and Bridgerton season two. They just they hit different, you know. Mm. Kate Sharma is everything yeah, to me. I love her. Uh, I even love Edwina. Like, mm-hmm. listen, she's annoying, but like, <laughs> I, I she's a child. Yeah, she's she's figuring it out. That, that TikTok that's like she's a child bride. <laughs> she is a child bride. <laughs> I actually saw some, a TikTok just before we started about Simon, because mm-hmm. we know Reggae Jean Page is like, I'm not returning for mm-hmm. Bridgerton, because he didn't want to be typecast, which yeah. I think that really backfired, because now nobody talks about him. Yeah. I don't know why he couldn't have um, been in as many scenes as Francesca, honestly. Right? Like, uh, <laughs> like even, if, even if most of the scenes, Daphne was like, oh, he's doing this, just have mm-hmm. one with him in it. He couldn't yeah. have done one scene. He couldn't have, like, taken, like, a day or two to film one scene where he was in. Yeah, it could have even just been, like, as she was leaving to go to the house or something, like, just something. But they pointed out that now it has created the absent black father trope. Yeah. And... Until Bridgerton figures out what they're going to say about it. It's just like, he's just not here. Yeah. Which is a little, it's a little upsetting. Like, Mm -hmm. I. And, like, I do realize that that's not, like, that was on him not wanting to sign a contract, right? Yes. Yeah. It's it's 100% on him because I think that the show would have given him any amount of money because he was clearly the breakout star. Yeah, he was great. Like, he, yeah. I mean, there's talk about him being the next Bond, even. I don't know if that's still going on, but at the beginning, yeah. there was talk about that, and he would have been, I think he would have been great as Bond. Um, well, and it's just such a different tone, because um, the actor and actress who plays Kate and Anthony are already talking about season three and how their story's not over, and yeah, it, it's such a difference. Yeah, married Kathleen. <sighs> She's billed as, like, Lady Kate Bridgerton, or, like, Viscountess Kate Bridgerton, yeah. like... Yeah, because, like, that's that was, like, the low point of the of season two was, like, wow, we hardly got any married Kathany, but if we're gonna get a whole season of it in the background, like, the Featheringtons got such a big storyline this really season. Did. Like, if Kathany gets a storyline, like, half as big as the Featherington one, it'll still be a big storyline. Well, like, I just want to see them bickering. Like, playful. Like, being, yes. like, really playful. Yeah. Yes. Like, I they're, I just love it. They're incredible. He, they're, li- listen, he is the male wife. He is I, male wife. Man. And 
everything that they brought into this season, because, so I'm reading the books right now. I finished The Duke and I, and now I'm reading The Viscount Who Loved Me. And if you haven't read them, all the characters are white in the books. Mm-hmm. They're not... And they're not people of color at all. And I love what they did with this season where they brought in so much culture, like Indian culture into it. Like the pre-wedding like ceremony that they did, the, th- the Mary and the two kids, that and the way that they um, dressed them and had like little hints of just like their culture and their dresses and everything was incredible they did such a good job at incorporating india into the show well i even love how like her accent like you she felt so three-dimensional because her accent would get thicker when she was like talking to her sister when she was emotional and then you could tell that she was trying to have a proper british accent like with other people and that just adds such another layer Mm -hmm. onto Kate and it just really shows that like there's still so much more to tell with these characters and it just it's so beautiful I hope Edwina marries the prince yeah I think it's what she deserves and I mean I so like I said I'm reading the books the prince is not a character at least in the first book like, I heard that he, he's, like, I think they made him up for the show. Yeah, and heard. the same with the queen. The queen's not in the books. Which is so unfortunate, because she's amazing. She's amazing, right? Like, yeah. The, the show is better, guys. <laughs> but at least the first book in the first season, way better. I'm really enjoying season two. I'm sorry, book two. Book two is really, really good so far. Um, but I think that I'm probably going to say, like, changes that they made to the show were for the better. Like, they actually are making really good choices for the show, generally. Which is so good, because that's yeah. always the worry with books. Like, I, I would say, like, if I'm, like, recommending the books, I, I would skip The Duke and I. If you've watched a show, just skip The Duke and I. <laughs> because the show is a lot better. Yeah. And like, I mean... It, it almost sounds like with these books, since it's all centered around different characters, like, do you think you would even need to read them in order? No, you definitely, well, at least with, at least with The Duke and I and The Viscount Who Loved Me, skip The Duke and I, just read The Viscount Who Loved Me. It's not worth it. Especially if you watch the show, like, you, you have context. Oh, yeah. You don't need to go back and rehash the, the essay stuff. Yo, and it's so much worse in the book. Uh, is like ten times worse. If like I know it's hard to imagine, but they made it a lot, lot uh, easier to handle in the show. And it, even then, it should never have been in the show. But it was. It's ten times worse in in the book. Uh, yeah. No. 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 I am very curious for season three, considering our other characters. And like, listen, I know Colin and Penelope is like the ship, and everybody loves that ship. But Colin yeah. does not deserve. I know they're going to have to do a lot of work to make Colin yes. appealing. Well, a lot of people worry are worried about, like, fat phobia with her yeah. season. And I know, like, in the book, I heard that, like, she gets a glow up. Oh, really? Yeah, which I'm not. I, I hope that, no, I don't think they'll do that. I don't think so either. I really, um, all the changes that Shonda has been doing from the books to the show have been really good and really, uh, like, self-aware, I think. Self-aware mm-hmm. of, like, the the shortcomings of the books. I think so, too. And yeah. I I think just the way that she's made it so diverse and so, like, exciting for everybody mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's just, 
it's really amazing yeah, I, with like, the casting. I, I did see one um, TikTok that I have to agree with this criticism that Penelope is the only bigger girl in the show. That yes, there should that be is more, very true. She's definitely a pair. I'm not in the Bridgerton fandom, but apparently um, Nicola is like is hated by some of the fandom and like oh. they are very mean to her. Um, and so, you know, being like the token bigger girl, like, what does it say about that? You know, that, that is a lot. Even if they're claiming that it's not because she's bigger, it still comes across that way. Well, and it also sometimes stands out to me that like, the, I think if there was a, a bigger, um, actor or actress that was a Bridgerton, it would make a statement because, like, she's a Featherington and, like, their clothes are more tacky and, mm-hmm. like, all that kind of stuff. So, like, yeah. that kind of stands out to me. But I'm really hoping that, like, with her season, like, she is the focal point and, like, she just is the yeah. main character. Like, she well, is, like, the diamond of the, you know, of the series, you apparently, know? Apparently, like, people who, like, don't like Penelope and don't like Nicola are, like, oh, who does she think she is? She thinks she's, like, a main character. She Netflix. is! Yeah, exactly! Netflix <laughs> gives her so much um, publicity in the interviews that I'm thinking, like, she is she is Lady Whistledown. She is the main character. She yeah. is, like, the thorough main character through the entire series. Like, every yeah, other she's character... She's the narrator. Every other character <laughs> is just the main character for their season. Where yeah. she is, like, the main character for every single season. Like, how are you... How are you not getting yeah. this? Like, the the show is called Bridgerton, but it's about Penelope. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, and, like, on top of that... They, I saw a TikTok talking about um, how Benedict and Eloise's love interests might have gotten swapped. I really hope so. I hope so, too. But the main reason is because that means um, Benedict, like, because with Eloise, she was dating a widower. And so that means it'll be a woman widower or still a man. I'd like it to be a man for Benedict. But um, if it is a woman, then that would be like a well-respected woman who is also a widow, which you don't really see. Yeah. I really hope, though, that he it's a man. I want it to be a man. I really think that they should do it and that Shonda Rhimes has a like a big history of having queer characters in her shows. I don't see why. They wouldn't in this show. Except, like, I do feel like season one definitely hinted at Benedict being pan or bi a lot more than season two. So I felt like they stepped back back on it. Um, So I don't know. And, like, the same thing with Eloise. Because, like, in season one, I'm like, that's an arrow ace queen right there. And, like, in this season, not so much. But, like, listen... You know, I truly, I truly ace. ship, I truly ship Eloise and yeah, Penelope. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, um, Elo- like, Eloise could still be ace, I think. She could. Well, she could still be both, honestly, or one mm-hmm. or the other. Or, like, Demi um, or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I want her and Penelope so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's just, there is something about it, especially with, like, now this, this drama with Lady Whistledown and, like, the, they're so mad at each other. Just, like, my my shipping brain is, like, locked onto it. And it's like, 
angst, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, like I, I still hope that they bring in that representation. I did see them talking about, um, like some people were fan casting potential love interests and, um, what's the actress's name from To All the Boys? Oh, Lana Condor? Yeah, people were saying, like, she should be in it and all of that. And, like, the question would be, like, who would she be opposite? Yeah, well, I said Francesca. Maybe they'll they'll do the queer story with Francesca. Which makes and sense, because she, like, runs away. Lana, well, I was going to say, like, Lana Condor's age is closer to, like, Francesca's actress age. Cause, like, I would love that. I really think that they are giving, like you said, they are giving Eloise Benedict's story. So she will have that, like... Upstairs, um, downstairs. Upstairs, downstairs romance, potentially with Theo. Um, and I think that's really, I think it's really, really intriguing, that storyline, especially with her learning about the class system from being, you know, yes. re- uh, realizing her privilege yes. um, will be really interesting. And then with Benedict. It's such uh, a question mark. Well, you know which character that Eloise is supposed to end up with in the books, yes. right? Yes. And this character was... Uh, not even a character really in the books, but they made her into a character um, in the show. So, like... Well, see, that's why, like, I know his... I know his loved interest is named Sophie. And so, like, the TikTok I was watching, they were, like, instead of Sophie being, like, a servant or, like, whatever she was, like, she's a lady like um, Lord Crane... Mm-hmm. And she's the widower, and maybe she even has children. Yeah. And so she'd be kind of, like, at the fringes. And I love that. I really do. I just – I want them to acknowledge Benedict, like, maybe being bi or something like yeah. that. Which obviously means, like, he can still be with, you well, know, her. Woman, but, like, yeah. I want them to acknowledge. <laughs> because the – you know, like, the odds of eight of, of like, the British and children all being straight – yeah, no, 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 no. It's not. No, that's There's not. eight of them. That's not how it works. It's, no. Like, it's just, like, even, like, three of them. So, like, Francesca, Eloise, Benedict. Like, even that makes sense. But it's like, hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm looking at Gregory and Hyacinth. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I don't know. Hyacinth I, it interests me because she likes to stir the pot. Have you noticed that in all her yeah. scenes? It's really funny. And I, I am interested and in the book like gregory is like a prankster like i think they they um they hinted at it they hinted at it in in the in the show but they really like show it off in the books like he like puts like frogs in different places and like my gosh but yeah francesca is still like nowhere to be seen in the books yeah hyacinth is there hyacinth has this really sweet scene with simon in the first book that that is the only scene where I was like, this would have been great in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like a, sh- a scene like showing how good Simon is with kids, like how good he is with Hyacinth. And I think they show that a bit in the first season, but not to that extent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, like Francesca's nowhere. Well, I thought that she was like away at like, was she away at finishing school or something? Or she just like not? I thought ladies don't get to do that, though. Oh, do they not? <laughs> well, because, like, Eloise is all, like, complaining that, like, oh, boys get to go to off for school. Oh. Well, I mean, like, finishing school isn't really, like, school. Uh, so uh-huh. I was, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe I made that up in my mind to be like, that's why she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I, I would love to see it. I, I loved learning about how she, like, runs away and, like, doesn't tell her mom she's married or, like, has kids or anything. It's just, like... It's very, like, middle child. Well, it's funny because, like, Eloise is, like, trying so hard to be the rebel. And then it's, like, Francesca's here, like... Just the true well, Gen Z child. You know what? It's because Eloise wants to be noticed being the rebel, and Francesca yes. doesn't care about being noticed. No, yeah. And well, and like that's that's the difference with the privilege and everything. Like it just, it's so, it's so funny. Yeah, I loved the second season. I my mom watched it, so I got to watch a little bit of it again, and just man, the drama. <sighs> The drama. <laughs> the scene, okay, the scene in the study where Anthony says, I'm a gentleman. I go feral. It's like, sir, like, no, I you are am, not. Like, I, like, I, someone edited it to take the music out, so it's just, like, them talking and they're breathing, and I, like, I'm, like, feral from it when he's, like, <laughs> I'm a gentleman. And then, and then he tells her, like, um tell me like you have no like don't care or some, something along that line is that when he says like the things i could teach you no it's not there because like he it's not that scene because there are like five scenes where they get like very close to kissing yeah, and like, then they breathing. don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's many scenes like that that one um the one that i'm talking about is when they get interrupted by daphne yeah no i know i know that one yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well like Gonna gonna admit, it had been hyped up. The B scene had been hyped up a lot. So when it was just a hand, I was a little yeah. bit like, mm, I'm not sure. I actually thought that the book scene was gonna happen. Oh, so did I. Like the way yeah. he was panicking, like it was I legitimately. Really hot, though. It was really really hot. Yeah, but I'm like, this dumbass is really gonna do it. But then he doesn't. But it was still. It like, was really good. It was still really good. <laughs> he was so scandalized, and she was like. <laughs> flustered like she was like what's going on in the way he's like i am a gentleman here marry me and she's like no yeah <laughs> i'm going to india i i saw i saw a tiktok just like emulating season two and this girl was like playing anthony and was like brothers i have to tell you something i found i found like the woman i'm gonna marry and they're like oh yeah tell us about her and then he he's like i have to tell you about her sister and just like ignores Edwina altogether. <laughs> well, the scene where, like, Daphne is like, oh, this must be Edwina, and Kate's yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> I just love Edwina later, too. She's like, was it really this obvious? Like, yeah. am I just stupid? <laughs> Daphne being, like, the only one who knew. I love that, though. Like, I love, because she's the oldest girl, and he's the oldest boy. I kind of mm-hmm. liked that they had that kind of relationship. It was really cute. Yeah. I also like, um, I love Benedict and Eloise's relationship. Mm-hmm. And they're the, they're both like the second oldest. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Their gender. And I love their relationship too. And I like in season one where it's always like, oh, the queer siblings. Right? Well, that <laughs> makes sense. Like, they're yeah. on the fringes. I love that Benedict gets like super high for the he dinner. He's so hot. Well, he's like high like the whole season. I mean, honestly, like- let's. <laughs> I the one thing I didn't like, other than the Featherington storyline, which was just a little bit annoying, was how they sexify life painting because it's just oh, not. <laughs> yeah, like life drawing. Yeah, but I mean, like. T- 
Titanic does too. I'm not. I'm not really surprised by it. No, like I'm not either. But like when it was <laughs> happening, I'm like, boyfriend, she is working. Like, <laughs> leave her alone. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was. I, I love Lady Featherington. I like how ruthless she is. But it was they. It just got a little bit too much time. Yeah. And I was, like, really disturbed by her and the cousin. It was weird. Like, that he was, like, engaged. I know he didn't want to be engaged to the kid, but, like, and then, yeah. Well, and, like, the way it was, like, revealed that he doesn't have any money either, I didn't like. I'm like, oh, we're back to square one now. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, no, season two is, is very, very good. And we've been in, like, a show hole... Because we, we've been watching Pretty Little Liars, which is, like, admittedly a great time. Like, honestly, 10 out of 10 would recommend no. watching Pretty Little Liars. But we started a show on Hulu that we didn't know wasn't finished. And we it only had, like, three episodes available. Oh. And we just found that out last oh, night. Oh, that's, that's the L fanning one? Or yeah, the girl from Plainville. Oh, yeah. Listen... <laughs> This girl is obsessed with Rachel Berry, and it's so bizarre. I cannot express to you how weird it is as a millennial, as somebody who watched yeah. Glee, watched when it was somebody on TV. when it was on TV, watch somebody freak out. Well, and it takes place in 2014, so like it makes sense, oh, but like okay. it, it, there's like Glee music on the soundtrack. Wait, 2014 Glee is, like, in its later seasons, is it Yeah, I know, and she's still obsessed. It starts with her boyfriend um, committing suicide, and, like, we're slowly learning things. It's based off of a true story. And there's this scene of her practicing her speech for, like, the funeral in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And it is word for word, because she plays it in the background, what Rachel says about um, Finn when the actor dies. And there's no music. It's just... Like, the recording of Glee and, like, her talking. And it is the most unsettling I have ever felt. (laughs) Like, it's scarier than, like, anything I've ever seen. I was like, this chick is crazy. (laughs) Listen, I watched Fresh and, like, nothing in Fresh was anything close to somebody quoting Rachel Perry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I would like to recommend Fresh as my recommendation. <laughs> Alex, you should watch it. I, I know. It's not I just, scary. Like, I just didn't do well the last time I watched a cannibal movie. But, like, is it a cannibal movie? <laughs> is it, though? It's so I, campy. Like, I'm, I'm so glad campy. that Tammy and I convinced you to watch it for us. So am I, because, like, so <laughs> Sebastian Stan... Is so weird. I love, like, him and Tom and Pam, uh, sorry, Pam and Tommy, too. Like, he's just been, like, all over the place lately and, like, unhinged. Like, yeah. he is, like, unhinged as Tom. He's unhinged in this movie. He, he, he like, sings. has a really fun time in the roles he's been doing lately. I think I'll be okay watching it. Like, I watch Ready or Not by myself. It's like Ready or Not, but, like, less tense. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I would say Ready or Not is scarier than Fresh. Mm-hmm. And, like, Ready or Not's not that scary. Okay. If all else fails, like, next time you're with Brad, like, you should both watch it. 
because it's a fun time. <laughs> it's a fun time. Honestly, the vibe I've been getting from 2022 is that like we're all just suffering together and now nothing makes sense. Yeah. And like I'm fine with that, honestly. All right. But is there um, anything else about anything we talked about today? I don't think so. All right. Well, if you want to keep the conversation going, uh, you can find us on Twitter at lip underscore lightsabers. I am at McCarter Shannon and Alex is at Alex Leonis. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.